Hey, what's good, everyone? It is Samir. Welcome to Beat Fano Podcast. So awesome to have you back. We're super excited to share more testimony. And this week, we've got another episode. So stay tuned here on Beat Fano Podcast. Ready to go? Yep. Hey, sweet. Hey, what's good, everyone? Welcome to Beat Fano Podcast. And this week, we're with Sire. What's good, my yeah. bro? What's good, everyone? How's it going? Hey, so good to have you on and making it happen. Yeah, thanks Man. for having me, Bob. It's so awesome, bro. I Before we kick off, it's just amazing to hear you've listened to a few of the podcasts already. Yeah. And, um, yeah, because a few people that are... The listeners are mostly the regular listeners, so yeah, yeah. yeah it's probably you either listen it. <laughs> yeah, I'm a fan. Yeah, and you, I'm a you're fan one of the listeners. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Usually, um, yeah, we get to check in and hear a few peeps, but to find out you were listening, that was so cool, bro. And yeah, man, I guess um, to kick things off, um, before we get into a bit of an introduction, how's everything going with you, Yeah, all good, all good. Uh, I think just with this holiday season going by, I think everything's just dragging at the moment, eh? <laughs> Yeah, and it's been pretty humid, hasn't it? Yes, like, it has. Oh, in the nights, you still feel like yeah. it's quite warm in the night, eh? Well, the weather hasn't been the greatest. <laughs> yeah, too hot. Know? And then when it's raining, it's muggy, and it's yeah. still hot, eh? Yeah. And it's still hot. Yes. Yeah, that's true. Classical. Now, um, yeah, I guess apart from the old weather situation and being a bit sluggish, have you been able to... Sort of have any good um, experiences in the like we we're talking Christmas, New Year's, and mm. yeah, did you go anywhere? Or did you have family? What uh, was the sort of? Not really. Yeah, yeah I think yeah. Um, this Christmas and New Year's was really yeah, it was just that like family orientated. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Most of the time, I'm I'm always out of the house, and I'm never home. So, I guess um, the whole Christmas and New Year's thing, you know, that's that's a time where it's just family only. Awesome. So yeah, so I can't wait to get out of the house. <laughs> yeah, man. Oh, it's funny, like Christmas uh, say there was like no presents. Everyone was just like, yeah, maybe get something for ten bucks for one person, and that's all. Because like it's like I think it had a little bit different for everyone this year too. And that's for those that usually have things going on. And um, yeah, just a quick trip for Pami for me was all it was. So, so yeah, that's like, the yeah, one. It's yep. just those small simple things and family, and that was a nice one. And um, yeah, there's a couple of Palmy podcasts I still need to post, like they're just oh, sitting true. there because yeah. they were done back on the phone when I wasn't familiar with how to take them from yeah, phone, yeah. just didn't have that routine. That'll be good for you to definitely get yeah, back in Yeah, I think they're going to be a like that, 100 yeah. episode milestone that's going to be like the throwback episode. Yeah, mean, <laughs> yeah, mean a little special, like, little celebration, but look forward yeah, to that. Shout my very and um, yeah, I guess, yeah, we can kick into sort of a bit about you for those that don't know, um, yeah, sort of tell us a little bit about yourself in terms of, um, yeah, doing music, how you sort of first got involved with music, and um, yeah, if there were any sort of memories from back when you were at school, earliest mm. memories, my bro. I mean, well, first of all, I'm like, um, <clears throat> I am the owner of um, Ferro Clothing, mm. um, and I do, do um, live sound for artists and also trying to be um, like a promoter slash organiser for events um, with the takeover team. Um, yeah, like where music started, it always, uh, you know, it always starts as a kitty, you know, when you're, when you're in primary and all that. So for me, like, yeah, it's just like, um, how do I say it? Like, you know, I went to a Māori school. I went to a Māori okay. school up north. Yeah. And, um, you know, it was tradition to sing songs in the morning, you know, and then and um, 
after school. Awesome. And then, then come home and then family's drinking, so you're hearing music all the time, you know? So for me, music is, um, has been there from the start, really. Um, what else? Yeah, it's taken me all the way to up till now, you know? I've done the whole rapping thing, singing thing, performing. Uh, I guess, mm. I guess, um, my, everything but music. Mm, yeah, have to, you know, try like I said, instruments, so just give them a try. As yeah, well, yeah, like. I actually play, um, like I can play like five songs on a recorder, you know, the flutey thing. Yeah. yeah, I can actually play five songs. We actually went touring when I was a kid, and they got me to tour around mud eyes and stuff and just play Paul Kare Kareana and all Damn. that. That's <laughs> amazing, yeah, all that yeah. stuff. So, you know, yeah, music. Now, like I tell everyone, like I'm, I'm really spoiled in my life with, um, with music. You know, music has always been there. Yeah, it's always bro. like carried me no matter what job I held. Yeah, you know. is there any family members that played actual instruments, um, particularly, uh, or just? Well, my grandfather, like my whole mm. grandfather's side, like um, they all, like singers. All his brothers were all singers. So, <clears throat> shout out to the Payhoppers. So that's that's my grandfather. Um, he actually. Like my old lady always tells me that he sang uh, Kwando, you know the Kwando song? Tell me Kwando, Kwando, Kwando. He used to sing that really well. So I'll yeah. probably hear it <clears> if I recognise <throat> it. Yeah, it's oh, ancient, yeah, yeah, ancient yeah. Well, yeah. Like yeah, music music really stems off, um, oh, I, I believe off that side, you know, my grandfather's side. Mm. Um, and I do have family that have been into the music industry, you know. Um, so it's, it's cool to had the reassurance like that, yeah. They can do it, yeah, I, yeah. This is where I got my music, um, exactly. you know, genetics from. That's it. Mm. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, 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 it's always helpful. And yeah, I tell people I didn't necessarily have particular music things in the family, but if I trace it back, it'll be definitely, because of the fact it's so universal, it's kind of like, um, you know, there's always someone in the family might be knitting, or it's just one of those things that you, you, is kind of taken over the world for so many years, and yeah. it's so cool that it's um, you know, evolved with generations, and that you can like connect dots and connect dots. Yeah, and definitely. Like, oh, some of my family knew this music, and then yeah, yeah, it's yeah. very, that's very powerful. And the the goal is yeah, definitely the more episodes, the more yeah, it, there's something for everyone to connect the dot with. Like, yeah, definitely. You know, between, yeah, you know, find if, yeah, 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 if yeah. you're really talented, or if you're missing, like, you know, you're ever in doubt in life, you know, and you're missing out, what, what am I good at? Look at, you know, your past ancestors and see what, you know, their strong, um, what do you call it? Yeah. You know, their strong ability or talent is, and try and learn off that. <clears throat> I mean, yeah, try, we, yeah, yeah, we all get lost in, yeah. in our life, you know, some part exactly, of our life, so it's always do. good to look back like that. Exactly, yeah. that's it. Very well, man, that's a cool, um, Cool, cool way to look at your yeah, early days in music and you getting into it. Um, yeah, was there a um, sort of better artists when you were hearing in particular in school that you started like enjoying listening to, whether you heard them radio or TV? Was there any early memories of like some big music people that stood out for you growing up? Yeah, uh, you'll laugh, but yeah, like, you know, right. most of my stuff, like uh, 90s kid, you're growing yeah. up with. Um, TV shows that always have singing on it. You know, you have yeah. Susie Kato, you got High yes. Five, you know what I mean? Blues Clues. It's all music, so, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean? So, exactly. Um, Party Animals, do you remember? Party Animals. <laughs> do you remember? Or I think, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah I, I think I was like 
just heading off that, like the TV face. And you remember and just, yeah. that was the same for me as I was starting to get out and having to go to school more. Yeah. I was sometimes just catching the like beginning of Party Animals. Yeah, yeah, Do you yeah. remember that? Party Animals <laughs> and then you got, um, you know, Bumblebee. Yeah, bro. You know, so, I tried uh, remixing that track the other couple of few oh, weeks. True. Bro, it's possible. It's possible, just like the Rainbow's in theme, it is possible. Yeah, teams. that's the one. There's actually not too much going on now with the team modes. You can filter out, mm. drums in there. Yeah, hard. Well, I, I, I like, you know, um, how you how we can do that now. Yeah, you know? that's yeah. very That's very um, nostalgic. That's right. What wasn't possible back then is yeah. now possible now, now, but you've still got what was done back then to have a blueprint or like a solid piece of foundation. Yeah, they, they were still pretty hard tracks for the time. Eh? Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I grew, I grew yeah. up listening to that. So yeah, that led man. me on to listening to like um, Jack Johnson. Mm. And then, you know, you had, um, like I said, your love, like, Pops, yeah, I listened to pop, like pop yeah, was my thingy. Yeah, exactly. I didn't really get into hip hop until like, yeah. teens my teens maybe yeah. like 13 and you're always seeing in school probably those people who had like um now this is what you call music the series yes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well i think we were like volume three or something yeah exactly <laughs> then there was pop party i had that series i didn't actually realize that it went by the year yeah you know? so yeah, now exactly. that's what you call music four which was 2004 and you probably heard the jump jam at some stage did you or no no i missed that whole jump jam i think that was my younger siblings yeah, but um yeah, yeah jump jam mm. but yeah, most of the music i listened to were like yeah sing-alongs you know what i mean so yeah um when it came mm. into the hip-hop stuff mm. uh, i wasn't really a fan of it only the only hip-hop uh, the first hip-hop i listened to was um probably tupac tupac is like common He's, yes that's you know. right because that's still getting the occasional radio play like yeah not always yeah yeah more, but oh well he changes that was thing, like, yeah, changes, pop, yeah. Pop, pop, it was poppy. changes that was a poppy truck yep. yeah yeah and then because my siblings they were you know hip-hop mm. older siblings so yeah tupac would be pretty much my my entry into the hip-hop world yeah exactly mm. changes man what a cool track i love that one eh? yeah yeah hard well you should hear the other stuff that didn't get released yeah you know what i mean like <laughs> doug's passion mm. all that stuff so stuff. um yeah, yeah. all that hip-hop stuff yeah well if we're talking hip-hop it'll be tupac kanye west and then you have um like my personal faves and then i have like someone new zealand wise would be yes. tyree. tyree so yeah. tyree was someone i always looked looked up to mm. and then you had um young sid um yes. who else and you had uh k1 k1 yes, yeah k1, yes, k1. j williams all yes. that stuff so you know yeah. uh for me like there's heaps like there's i, heaps, I could name a lot of new yeah, zealand artists so many, yeah, but yeah. only a few american artists that i look up exactly. to exactly so majority of nice. my of my inspiration stems yeah. off new zealanders you know? i'm really um like down to earth with our people that's kind of so thing, so. yeah yeah and there's because there's so many awesome people in new zealand yeah it's definitely like, yeah and part of you knows that it would be wrong to like forget about the people that are right available to talk to get yep. to, and you've realized they're, they're, they're definitely approachable way eh, yeah, like, yeah, they they yeah. mm. you know. and to meet them along the way in my lifetime you know yeah. it's just like oh well yeah. you know i, was, I used to fanboy a lot of, <laughs> yeah. as, a, as a young and like a teen so as i started to mature as an adult you know i just saw them as like people like us exactly, and yeah. just normal people so now when i see everyone it's it's not 
showing them like I don't know, but it's just trying to like be respectable. Exactly. You know what I mean? There's a you know, balance between how many people say, ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, um, talk to I love your music, yeah. man. You know what I mean? But for me, it's yeah, it's treating them like um, like a person. Know what I mean? Uh, they already you know can, that you their songs put, are dope. Yeah, you can, <laughs> you can put yourself on their shoes and say, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, but I've still got all these other things to take mm. care of and look after. And yeah, that's been a big defining thing for me with the DJs I used to holler at all the time. And then oh, true. Like, oh, man, yeah, some of them, like, wouldn't have known me from a bar of soap, but they added me on Facebook. And that's yeah. when I started having their confidence, being in Palmerston North. And yep. so many of them were in Auckland at the time. But there were a few in Palmy that I got put onto, and that was really cool, you know. And yeah, like you said, you realise that like they're just all um, people that you you don't need a fanboy too hard on, and you just get to know. And by the time I was eighteen, it was like, yeah, you can feel it, eh? Like, yeah. man, everything's approachable. Yeah, hard. And um, that was a great time for for yeah the DJ side of it. My main ones were General Lee and Daniel Farley doing um like mix shows on the Edge and Moy FM and. Um, there was even, um, I think, one on ZM, yeah. and that was the Ministry of Sound Sessions with yeah, 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 and that yeah. was like my favourite entry. They used to have those four CDs in one album, yeah, like, exactly. Ministry of Sound. Ministry of Sound. <laughs> what a huge um, thing it was for New Zealand because yeah, it was such a, a staple of like anything to do with like the clubhouse, mm. that, that music, it was like everyone just and Ivor called it techno ministry of sound. Yeah, yeah. It was like the Everything was just techno. Yeah. <laughs> Anything over 100, <laughs> 100 BPM. Techno, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you remember the old um, techno's like, um, I think one of the ones, Bass Hunter, that was, uh, yeah, yeah. that, that all took I it off on C4. Yeah, yeah, yeah he was the man. interviewed him when he came to New Zealand because he was so big, like, everyone just had it on yeah. the phones, eh, on Bluetooth. Yeah. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> um, so, Bass Hunter, and I yeah. reckon he really opened up the gate for the likes of yeah. David Guetta. Yes, um, he did. Calvin Harris. Yeah, you know, all he that did. He Axel, did. Axel F. Yeah, exactly. You know, all those, those type of DJs like that, um, yeah. you know, Bass Hunter really, I reckon, oh, Bass exactly. Hunter, yeah, yeah, I really I opened up the gate for interview on C4 and that's what that's like years and years back. Mean. Yeah it was cool but you remember C4 and how much it was kind of like back then that was gold for New Zealand music. Yeah definitely like I mean keeping in would, touch yeah keeping yeah. in touch with the music. You, you know, knew C4 who was, was who and what was happening yep. like the whole country got to know Jay Geeks because that was prime time like mm. seven o'clock when they were like officially released Fari Boy. Was that when um, Sevier was on? DJ Savi. Oh, he, he was. He was one of the hosts, wasn't he? On C4, I wouldn't be surprised because, yeah, major. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I remember seeing that face here and there on mm. TV. And yeah, he was definitely on TV. So I wouldn't doubt he would have had guest appearances at the very least. Yeah, but yeah. He was probably host too. Drew Nemia, all those old mm. kids. Too. I, I, That's I who it still, was. Yeah, yeah Drew yeah, Nemia. Apparently, Drew's still kicking around in New Zealand. Yeah, oh so, yeah, 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 he's yeah, the man. Yeah. But he's I another one. See, stick yeah. TV. Yeah. yeah, when they were all like with the old uh, jingles as well. Yeah. You know, so, yeah, yeah. Oh, Drew as well. I remember Drew. Yeah, I think nothing gets past Dane Rumble, like in terms of like somebody who was in New Zealand. I think he lives overseas now, but yeah, he was. Oh, um, does he? Wow. Yeah, yeah. It apparently he did some jewelry business overseas, but he might be in New Zealand here and there. But hey, shout out to Dane Rumble. Yeah, I the think man. he was in Dubai last time I heard. And he, don't know where he's at now. And um, he he had. Definitely locked on that same thing on C4 music videos, and then you'd hear yep. it out and about. But um, yeah, back then it's it's cool to see that electronic music with the likes of him, Jay Williams, was um, 
was being pushed out on TV when there was still a lot of rock and yeah. we were, as kids, you know, I think just marveled by the quality of the Simpsons. True. Yep. Ah, man, that was well, it was a new song for me. <laughs> yeah, and it was a, yeah. Uh, I think because I, I can't really put my finger on any artist that was doing that before. Mm, you know, with um, Dean Rumble, because he he switched over from Fast Crew, right? Oh, he switched yeah, over from right, Fast Crew, yeah. went on, on solo, yeah. and their whole album is like you know it's rock slash electronic, yeah, yeah slash yeah. electronic, yeah. Yeah, lots of And then Jay Williams. Uh, stepped into yeah, that. Yeah, real kind of Chris Brown inspired dance, like electronic, eh? Like yeah. What was that? That was like a yeah, second, I think that was a second album. The first one was like Chris Brown. Yeah. Um, yeah. Jay Williams one. So right. I think that might've been a second one. Mm. The second one where it was really like a boom, boom, boom. Yeah. Yeah, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, that's, that's it's pretty golden, buzzy. Golden You're buzzing me out now, yeah. Golden times, yeah. <laughs> the golden but era, bro. Golden era, and I, I think it's so cool, like, you never know, eh? Like these guys, we know they don't do music anymore. Like this podcast is open to people where music is just a part of their story. So yeah. you still, even they're just fans as well. We've got a few people on who aren't necessarily people who've done much be maker DJing, but and if I know they've been around and been influenced by yeah. music in a positive way, and it's yep. affected their life, man. That's just as important to speak on, eh? Like, yeah, so, definitely. Well, yeah, yeah. I guess that kind of segues into us. We, um, you know, have gotten to know each other, and I, you know, learnt that you have definitely been um, into beats as well, and and the other bit of DJing. Um, but yeah, kind of um, share a bit of experiences about how you came across um, beat making, or was there some DJing? Was there any like early times, or maybe you played an instrument in school? But mm. what, what was sort of like the first step towards you giving one any? properly give it a try apart from just listening and enjoying yeah um so pretty much my first program i got was fruity loops yeah <clears throat> back back then it was like limewire back you know limewire when you're still in school right yeah back at school high i think school? well 13 early. yeah yeah early high 13, school yeah early high school yeah but we had the crack version up north so wow. um when i moved to auckland with my old lady uh, she actually had a computer, and then her brother hooked her up with Freddy Loops. Wow. Um, so and then, um, yeah, and then computer. she pretty much gave me the whole computer, yeah, like, oh, yeah, here you go. Yeah, yeah. See what you yeah. do. So that's, that's where my um, beat making and recording started, you know. So I was, um, you know, doing the hours in the room and, yeah, to learn you know, it. learning everything, how the, how the kick works, how the snare works. Back then, I didn't, you didn't have YouTube, so, yeah. you know, you Spaceship. had to do it, yeah, you had to do yeah. it the hard way, you know. And yeah. Um, for me, I didn't really have much um, producing or people that used those type yeah, of programs. Yeah, so you don't know if you're going to stuff something up on the software or not, but you just yeah, have to click well, and I try it. Yeah, yeah, you know, and, uh, that's the only way yeah, I, I learned was clicking and, yeah. you know, and yeah. trying. So yeah. um, I got to the point where my old lady bought me a stereo and six, sub, uh, six speakers. Nice. You know, so I had, yeah, but because it was too loud in the room, she yeah. moved me to the garage, <laughs> and then I had like you know three on one side, three on the other, yeah, it's like back, a surround sound. That's back when hi-fi speakers <laughs> were probably the most affordable because back then studio gear would have been so expensive. It was, so yeah. It's just hi-fi systems had to do Pretty it, much. and then that was probably the half the price of a studio setup now. Anyway, so yeah, yeah, yeah that was yeah, because I think it was investment. it was going out of the era yeah. of um, everyone using radios or yeah, stereos. So. <clears throat> so for me, it was like um, she got me into the garage. That's where I started learning how to record and stuff because mm -hmm. then I was in my own zone. Yeah. Um, so it was me and my cousin. We started recording, and I actually um, 
I made like a, well it's funny because I made like a little mixtape <clears throat> of my own beats and um, and my own tracks and I took it to school and I started giving them out wow. and I got my auntie to burn um, the CD and then um, I started giving them out to my mates in it and then one of the one of the students because our lunch times like our school had a, um, like you know those loudspeakers our school had that, that so yeah I gave the CD to um, the DJ and I was like bro can you play this song and I'm like who is it oh it's me and I'm like yeah 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 and then um, went out onto the field and they started playing um, yeah they started playing my songs but you know it's, yeah. it sounded like a ringtone really yeah, like, exactly. but um, it still came out. It still came out, yeah. yeah. And everyone's like, oh, bro, this is like your the song. The volume like, was still there, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the yeah. Was so I was like, you know, uh, I felt like some sort of, like, you know, like. Achievement, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like achievement, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, I was yeah, like, ah, yeah. oh, man, so school this is. Yeah. If th everyone yeah. likes it, school, then maybe yeah. I should carry it on, you yeah, know. Yeah, so, yeah, exactly. Um, That's amazing. So maybe, like, fast forward from there, um, I always used to, like, um, get into trouble, so I'm always fighting always wagging school um, yeah. but there was one guy my uh, whanau leader so he always used to um he for some reason he was always there when i like was in trouble you know like so yeah every time i was in a fight he would always be around um so i think he found out that um i was on that song and then he oh. said oh um what do you what do you um like about music and i was like no i like um making music making beats he's like oh yeah would you mind um going to a mains course they have a mains course um, every every holiday, so yeah, for the two weeks, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, star. yeah, star course. That's what it was. And he was like, "Oh, yeah, my son also. Um, I'm also sending my son there." Yeah. And then um, I think for a trial, just to see if I got along with the son, he um, he drove me out to his house, and then me and his son were making beats. Yes. Yeah, so you know what I mean? Knew, so. He knew. Yeah. You can get into. And then, yeah, um, so we we went to that whole main thing for the last two years because I finished at seven form. Yeah. So. I think, uh, actually, yeah, I think it was the two years and then um, after school we split up and then the son ended up being like, you know, he's actually a, a good producer these days, you know, Choi Samuela. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, for those who don't know who so he is, uh, look him up. You did you the know? Course with him. Yeah, 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 we went to school and together. that's the small so, because, yeah, you find out that, you know, you were both doing music and then you'd both yeah. continue doing it after school, right? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I just caught up with him recently, you know, yeah. so to see where he is in life, you know, um, a, a singer slash um, producer, you know, yeah, and I'm like, wow. I was buzzing out, I was like, bro, you're, like, you're still carrying still it on from when we were back in school. Yeah. And he was like, oh, you're still in the music thing. Yeah, since school. Like, yeah. Hey, yo. Yeah, so okay. for me, uh, yeah, started there, nice. got the CD done, and then um, my old lady and my sister drove out one time and they, um, they were looking for a shop and they saw this record studio and uh, Mannix. Yeah. And then my old lady um, gave, well, I think it was yeah. my sister. They gave her, gave them the CD, and then they called her back and told her that I needed to come down. Wow. Yo. Yeah. And then um, it was an indie one. It was yeah. an indie, uh, yeah. Blakelock Records. So shout out to Thomas yeah. and Chantel. Um, so they, they actually um, took me on board. Yes. I was like 14. Nice. 14, 15, yeah, uh, yeah. excuse me. No, all good. Yeah, so that was turning back to you. You had done that CD and you have had managed to do it yourself. Yeah, done all yeah. my stuff, you know, me and my cousin. You know. Yeah, your cousin. But um, I think um, the whole thing was like, for me, was I was too young. So, yes. I mean, like I said, I go back to that. I didn't have anyone to teach me how to be better or like improve. Yeah. So being with the label, um, I just had too many 
not the record owners, but nah, you know, yeah, my family yeah. it was like, you know, you need a sound like this. Yeah, you need a sound like that. Because they saw it as a big, and anyone would not think, well, what do you do once you're in a label? <laughs> yeah, well, because, you know, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's not something that comes by every day. Yeah, you know exactly. What I mean? so, so you're thinking, how do we do I make the most of yeah, this? Yeah, and and you, you, it's not like they're forcing, but it's just like you're trying to figure it out. Eh? Yeah. You just, you just think, oh man, you know, this could be really great in terms of what can happen. Because did they end up putting the CD in their store? Or like, um, nah, so no. but the thing is, is like, yeah, yeah. I, I went on there, yeah. um, recorded a few songs. Yeah. But the only thing was that um, we just couldn't. Um, improve yeah, like i was saying like time, i don't we didn't yeah, i didn't have yeah. a mentor or anything exactly. i didn't have anyone that could um, tell reference. me yeah, yeah reference you know exactly. like tell me uh, am i doing reference, shit am i doing yeah, good yeah. because the cd i made yeah, um good, to yeah, give yeah, to yeah. the school yeah. i made that yeah. on my own conscience exactly and now exactly. that i'm in a um, yeah. recording label i'm having people telling me, tell me what i should do yeah, yeah. you know so then i'm like lost like okay i'll do it and then yeah it comes out wrong. Are, yeah. Yeah, still are, yeah. So yeah, yeah, I, exactly. I moved on from there. Yeah. Like you know, we. Incredible. I think they they realized like oh yeah it's yeah, not working out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So maybe like 16, 17, and then I just started going back to the drawing board, recording again, and mm. then yeah, probably all the way to I was twenty five or twenty three. Yes. We went to Oz. Lived over there, did music over there. Oh, like early twenties was that? Or yeah, yeah. Oh, so yeah, around twenty-three. Yeah, yeah was twenty-three. Yeah. yeah. Um, and they moved over there, did music over there, did a couple of um, like gigs and stuff. Uh, I think the only thing is like homesick, you know. So. Wow. Um, and gig by gigs, you mean your DJing or was it? No, I was in like talent shows, bro. Oh, so singing, yeah, too. Yeah, because yeah, I was rapping, singing. So, you, so yeah, you took that. Most on. of my life has been just like rapping yeah, and singing. Life, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, wow. Um, uh, then yeah, after that, uh, little stunt, I came back, done the music thing again, rapping, singing. I actually transitioned into being a, a singer um, and dropped the whole rapping act because mm. I noticed that with my rapping, I was rapping and then singing the hook and then rapping, you know, so I was like, what if I just drop the whole rapping act yeah, and just do the singing part only? Sing. Mm. And that, all that singing stuff stemmed off, like what I said before was, um, you know, the the jingles that off the TV shows yeah. that I used to watch, so it was yeah. always singing hooks. Yeah, and exactly. It was, it was never rap, rapping yeah, hooks. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, every exactly. like really Tupac songs, yeah. I like singing. I like That's the right. singing songs He's of Tupac. Yeah, I don't like exactly. the rapping hooks, you know. No, exactly. Yeah, so pretty much, yeah, and then just oh, wow. wasted my life uh, <laughs> grinding out nine to fives and then. Oh, right. Because were you so. still working a little bit on Aussie tour? Just yeah, yeah, yeah. I was working over there. Yeah. I think it only lasted like a year. A year, a, yeah. No, until oh. I was um, homesick. Oh yeah. right. So you were able to balance the music and work in that. Yeah, yeah. Because I, um, I graduated um, like a from a security college, mm. and then those papers allowed me to work in Australia. Yeah. Mm. No, so I was a bouncer over there. Yep. So how did you find it? Easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I'm not. I'm not the best bouncer. You know. No. I, if anything, I'm the shittiest bouncer because I. I um, Socialize too much. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, so I come off. I don't yeah. come off intimidating to people. Yeah, so. exactly. But uh, and, and saying that, you know, it's easy to um, diffuse fights. No, if exactly. If any fights happen, because exactly. then you know I can just talk it, nice, talk it out. Nice, yeah, I never nice, had nice. to. Um, nice. I think there's only been a handful of times where I had to like. Yeah. 
physically throw yeah, someone out. Exactly. You know what I mean? So. Use, use an action. Yeah, yeah. 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 That's the one, bro. Well, bro, that's beautiful to hear, like the, the connections, because as well as being around as a bouncer at those places in Aussie, you got to be exposed to music too. Mm -hmm. And we're very mostly like club events or just DJs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. there's a lot of those were happening in Aussie. And whereabouts were you again in Aussie? Uh, Brizzy. Brizzy, yeah. yeah Brizzy. Plenty of yeah. music stuff, DJing and all that. Yeah, well, when I was there, they, you know, the, any New Zealand artist was popping, you know, mm -hmm. so they really loved um, New Zealand. Um, hip hop for some reason. Yeah. I don't know why I was buzzing. Now, I think there was a connection in terms of C4 was a big driver because back then we were always just paying attention to each other anyway. Mm. Um, I, I, I remember like, it would be more than just the fact there's APRA and all that, but it was just it was a natural right for Aussie artists. There was still a lot of Aussies that's coming to New Zealand. Yeah. Zealand coming to Aussies, hey, so yeah. that comes and shows a lot of like how everyone just be paying attention to each other. Yeah, definitely, and, yeah. Man, that's some um, cool days. And um, was there any people you met in Aussie that you were able to keep in touch with, or like were you um, quite young just doing work well, music? When I went there, like yeah. I knew. I heard the likes of Jay Freeze. I think yeah. that's her name. Like it's a female. She moved back yeah. to um, Tauranga, I think. Yeah. So Jay Freeze and who was the other one? Um, oh, he's he's part of Self Sufficient, but yeah. name um, rings it doesn't ring um, at the top of my head. Self Sufficient. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, the the group with Champ Kingdom in that. Um, Impact. That's his name. Impact. Oh. Uh, so you know, I, I watched those guys while I was in Oz. Um, and then I met a guy named Stinger T. He's yeah. now uh, an actor oh, in movies wow. now for Aboriginal movies. Wow. Um, and also an uh, Aussie rapper called Castro. Or Castro the rapper, his name is Castro. Okay, spelled okay. Or nah, see. Oh C. no, I'm getting mixed up with the. Nah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Two nah, yeah, yeah, <laughs> But his name is Castro yeah. the rapper. I met that guy when we were um, doing Brisbane's Got Talent. Oh. Um, so, but I, I see he's doing good now. I, I yeah. just um, caught up with him on um, Insta after so many years. So yeah, no, those, oh, yeah, those yeah, ones would you know probably pop into yeah, some of the listeners' ears. Yeah, you got days and, mm. and people you met. That's so cool, bro. Yeah. I, I would love to get the chance to maybe spend a year or two and because I'm mostly looking for a spot to move overseas while I'm young to experience yeah, yeah. life overseas. Definitely, bro. And that's the next goal. Is if I can't be anywhere. Who are like really out of New Zealand, like Aussie's a great stepping stone, yep. you know. And, it, and it all falls down to um, something different. You'll make it uh, yeah. if you know someone there. For sure. You know I mean, and I'm very blessed. Yeah, you can't you can't go there and just like um, hoping. Yeah, yeah expect and expect. Because um, no one knows you so no, unless no. you know the person that knows them. Very blessed. So, I feel yeah. like yeah, it, the amount of people you know that people listening as well, especially if they're young, you could like just get to know online then meet in New Zealand and then a lot of like if they move to Aussie you know that's perfect yep. but then there's people even you just get to know online which is enough so when you're in yeah, Aussie whole network you're like okay 10 years and I haven't even felt like question, questionable feelings about this so yep. you do go out on a whim like you know they say you shouldn't just see people overseas you only know online but if you you know if you really feel like hey this thing you know 10 years is a bit of time or yep. five years whatever it is yeah and I think life's too short sometimes to get too caught up in the whole this is too good to be true you see mm. a, a lot happen with music opportunities with people think yeah things too good to be true and sometimes it isn't you know um like when I signed my first dance music thing when I was out looking for music label opportunities for like you know two three year you know um 
punches or you just your music is mostly just put out to a new audience you don't really get anything out of it because you're just a you know up and coming small artist yeah you know what i got out of it ended up being a good thing <laughs> i yeah, got definitely. more i got more out of it than if i had not done it you know mm. so that uh, you know people get caught up on the whole like um should not stop you know just yeah, yeah, yeah true. too good to be true everyone's out to get it's like it's not always the case though yeah right? yeah no it's not it's not and and the little things you've been able to do is is cool because it shows that too but um that kind of moves us along to like yeah coming back from aussie back to new zealand and that's so you know you're pretty much mid-20s then I mean, what was the yeah sort of next things you ended up doing uh, so i I uh, so I ended up just recording, yeah, and then I got to link up with uh, one of my bros, uh, Baby J, and we ended up um, making music together, and then that led me on to um, rappers called the Sweezy Boys from um, uh, Central Auckland, um, and so we were a little team. Um, so we were, I was getting gigs um, in Auckland and up north. Um, my drive wasn't as as like hungry as when I left Oz because when I went to Oz, I, I made the finals of Brisbane's Got Talent. So I thought that was like, to me, that was the height of my career. Uh, like, yeah, you know, yeah, making yeah. the finals and um, out of six heats, you know what I mean? Yeah. So um, to make the finals, I thought like, yeah, I don't yeah, need a, spot. Yeah, I don't yeah, need yeah, to shoot yeah, for yeah, the stars yeah. anymore. <laughs> you know? like, I'll I'll just see where it takes me now. Yeah, um, young, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, the record label, oh, man, or the, oh, I, I didn't. Then they didn't have all these things just willy nilly like online, so it's still yeah, like yeah, a big you know, so yeah. it's yeah. it's pre um mm. it's pre like internet yeah, knowledge, exactly. you know what I mean? So yeah. everything that's the downfall with me is that mm. I never researched um um what I wanted to do, you know, most of most of my thing con most of my things consisted of mistakes. Yeah. So every mistake I made I learned from learned it. From, um, yeah. So mm. but that I think in a way that's my downfall because I wasn't um like I said, I didn't take I didn't have a mentor to yes. uplift me, you know. Years, so, yeah, mm, yeah, 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 yeah. And but so you learned from, yeah. yeah, I had. So yeah. I just did that, did my did some music videos. Mm. Um and then what what made me um, give up the music after that was um, I had one goal, and it was to have a feature with Tyree. Yeah, that was that was my ultimate goal. Wow, yeah, you know? a huge so mistake. there was a time where I popped up, and I and I managed to get in and get a song with him. You know, so um, when I finished that song with him, I didn't. You know, I didn't. I felt like. Oh right, because it got done, and it's yeah. It's, so as it out now, in terms of no, you can, no, you I can't see, it. but yeah, you. It's, I it's haven't dropped. Yeah, it. you haven't released yeah. it, and no one's got a copy sitting on their computer. No, probably, no. But oh, they probably do. Yeah. I was about to say. I've shared it. I've shared it around. Because <laughs> all I found out was apparently Lens, the brother of Descott, he had a whole bunch of tracks. Oh, true. From early days of Shane, he said, nah, these are stuff like no one would have. This is back when he was. Cool, yeah, the know, old stuff. And yeah. I'm like, telling me you've got stuff that no one's heard and he started playing it at the school yeah. and bro it sounded nice yeah, bro. yeah. it sounded like man yeah oh, you'll be like surprised you know? yeah. and so you just never know maybe someone's got something one of your old tracks yeah yeah lying around because you would have been showing them around peeps and all that yeah definitely um, those days but yeah so this one with ty is just sitting there <laughs> it's not yeah really not doing good. anything yeah. but i i'm yeah. getting worried from the boys like silas he's always yeah. like bro you need to drop that song yeah figure out I'm a way like, yeah but it's you know for me it's sentimental to me for sure so uh, if i drop it then people might not like it you know yeah. so i'm like there I dropped it for you yeah, to listen to, you know, it's yeah. not to get 
to get um, yeah, to the next I'm level. I'm not here to just re yeah. rework it or anything. Yeah, yeah I'm I, I'm I like over it all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, I like it. I rather, yeah, I rather so now. I rather just <laughs> if I do make songs, yeah. you know, I, I make it for the fun of it. You That's know? cool. Before was I was making it because I loved it. Yeah, you know. Yeah. But now for me, uh, music. You yeah. have to enjoy it now, you know. Exactly, especially when life catches up, which is probably a good segue because, um, yeah, it was the sort of uh, the time you found it was like getting a little bit harder to bounce music when life caught up or did we uh, involved with anything? Because I no, the thing here. is with me is like um, I've always had support, like yeah, since nice. since uh, you know since I did do that whole Brisbane thing. From then on, yeah. my family's always like supported me, That's you know, so correct. they always know yeah. why I take these so many yeah, hours away yeah. from them. And they won't feel like, oh, you should be, they don't yeah. really hustle hard on you like some people. Mm -hmm. And the relig it's not like you had strict religious things. And, no, and, no. Yeah, yeah. And that's, that's the cool thing about yeah. my old man, he don't really press that on us, even yeah. though he's like really religious, but he has, <laughs> he's, he's not one to like, yeah. you need to read it. Yeah. But um, yeah, gotcha. yeah, I think um, just the support like all around, mm. um, having, that's the number one thing everyone should tell. Um, anyone who's wanting to do music, you know, is yeah. have the support of your family, you know, um, yeah. not meaning cousins, I'm meaning yeah. like partners, siblings, yeah. parents. Yeah. Those are the, those are the immediate family. And right? if you don't get it from you, you sort <coughs> of start telling yourself that you know they're trying to tell you that. That's what mm -hmm. I think is what you do, you know, you don't stop and that's what I end up doing now to find out they do support it, but it was at the time where they did it. Yeah. That I found out that I could tell myself they already did before yeah. they did, which is, I think, a gem in itself. Because again, I'm pretty much creating the culture that families should support their kids. Yeah, always. You know, through. And, I mean, you see, you see it come out of prestigious mouth now. Yeah, you know, exactly. He's he, yeah. he's actually not wrong. You he's know, not wrong. listen to your kids, as yeah. he always says. Um, they got so much so you can teach. They can teach you, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And I, I I take that on board, like you know, for for the next generation, for That's my kids, you know. So yeah. I think, um, yeah, having support. I mean, I did yeah. have like stints in them where you yeah. know I, I needed to hold off on the music but yeah. it's not to a point where like <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. you know uh, auntie wants some gas i gotta go pick it up sorry i can't can't make the recording yeah, session yeah you, know, you so, found the balance yeah, yeah you know yeah, it's you for me balance. it's it's um yeah. it's it's work first then nice. the music but the music is always in line you know exactly say, i mean i can work during the day record during still, the night. yeah so. and you can still enjoy listening and yeah you yeah, know yeah. that Listening can be just as powerful as creating because in it your is, mind, yeah. yeah, yeah, you're appreciating all oh, this is the stuff. Yeah, definitely, brother. Because you're creative, you know, yeah. like when you're creative, you're constantly thinking Absorbing. and yeah, you're yeah. always doing it when you're on the move. So, yes, um, yes. you can never be a creative person if you're sitting at home <laughs> for eight hours, 12 yeah, hours of the day, you know what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I find, I find my creativity all stems when I'm out, yeah. out, outside my gate, you know yeah, what I mean? That's it. Um, yeah, I can't come up with anything. Just straight and I'm up. Home. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, I gotta find you, the work and then start come there. Home. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. No, that's, that's pretty much to the point where when I didn't feel at home at home, I literally was like, perfect. Well, now that I feel inspired outside, let's stay outside. And that was the big thing. Yeah. Because yeah, then yeah. I literally had come home to McDonald's or Burger King <laughs> or the plaza or the mm. library, you know, or the cafe. And um, that was so cool. But yeah, yeah. So um, I guess, was there any more sort of things um as you're along the journey um before yeah you sort of we sort of fast forward to today because um i'm bad with i'm bad with the like we're bad with how yeah knowing you're how old you are now but back then yeah early 20s and then you moved yeah, yeah. back to new zealand was there sort of any other things that were pivotal around like 
for you? Because when did you start yeah, definitely. having family and getting involved? Well, uh, yeah. you know, I think um, with me improving on the music, mm. it happened when I left the label. So, you know, I actually left school at 17, like halfway, halfway through mm. the year, because I had a daughter, you know, so gotcha. that meant that meant I had to be a man straight away. So yeah. I ended up leaving school, jumping straight into work. Yeah. Um, and then throughout then, you know, I've been working pretty much the whole time. I work, yeah. you know, providing, providing for my family and all that. But um, along nice. the way, I've, I've met a lot of mentors, like I said. Um, yeah. So I, I met one who was frantic. So when I I was a bouncer at Woody's Bar in Rewa, um, yeah. sophomore, yeah. Um, I met someone called Frantic and um, he was actually a rapper then. <clears throat> it was to me. He was it was a big thing, you know. Um, so he he actually really taught me um, um, how to emphasize and you know like using cadence and because I'm a, I'm a, I used to be a rapper, a monotone yeah. rapper, you know. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, it, it, he would always tell me like you know like um, say how you feel it, and I was like, cool oh yeah, expression. yeah, yeah, yeah. All that stuff. So yeah, um, that kind of got me into. You know, like getting out of my monotone voice, like what I'm That's doing now, because right. this is how I used to rap. Like, yeah, yeah. Cause <laughs> for more, for you, it was more about getting it down, and then also, yeah, maybe like talking about um, whatever you felt like was the story. But like, it's more than the story; it's how you share the story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's kind of like, yeah, it is there, and like and explaining <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. So for me, that was. You know, that was the kind of um, mentorship I needed when I was like 15, you know, so um, wow. met him and then along the way, who else did I meet? I met um, someone called Love Deep, his name is Love Deep, <coughs> but he's, um, he's broken. So um, I got a funny story with me and him, how we met, because he's actually one of the biggest videographers back then for hip-hop so all the New Zealand hip-hop um, songs you saw in 2013 and up was all broken um, so me and him actually met one of my um, high school mates called me and he was like bro there's this there's this dude who I my mate who I know and he's a he's a rapper are you able to like um have some time with him and record him I was like yeah nah sweetness and then brought him over and then um yeah, we, we clicked, like, you know, as we started making music for, like, a couple of years, three years, four years. And then he said, like, oh, bro, let's, um, I want to get into making my own music videos, our music videos. So I was like, yep, sweet as. And then, yeah, that led us on, that led him on to, like, um, working with Tyree, Peter T, um, who else? Uh, Keen A1. Um, yeah, there's a Surti. I don't know. I'm sure he done one with thirty, but he yeah he done he done quite a few yeah. um you know the top artists yeah and so he branched off onto that like you know I was helping him back and forth um and he branched off let him do his thing and then I I still ca carried on on the music stuff yeah um, yeah and then I met along the way was Clues a battle rapper and one else yes um and then A1 mm. who else did I meet uh, was A1? <coughs> 449, A1? Is he better or no? No, no, he's just a normal rapper. Yeah, normal okay. rapper, yeah. Gotcha. Uh, <clears throat> so, yeah, I've met. So, most of the people that mm. are pretty much um, at the top of the New Zealand game now is yeah. the ones I 
I met when we were at the bottom. No, exactly. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, so we yeah. were all like... Exactly, really early and stumbled. Yeah, and it was funny like that. Like, yeah. Established with the still, still early phases, eh? Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. And you know, back then it was like, oh, you're a rapper? Oh, yeah. let's make a song. No, right. but nowadays it's like, everyone. oh, are you yeah. a rapper? <laughs> <laughs> I, I gotta hear your verse first. Yeah, yeah because yeah, everyone's right? doing... Yeah, what what does your beat sound like? If you were doing, you were probably finding a way to really like established because yeah. it, it was different to like the accessibility wasn't the same either. Yeah, yeah. it kind of took people from being so serious that if you say you are you probably put time in like yeah and now like you say you, you want to hear now they're picky because <laughs> i got a1 on sure? a bloody yeah, yeah, yeah. on a house song yeah so i'm rapping wow. i'm rapping and he's rapping but it's a house it's a house instrumental so it's like you know i don't think you'll ever do it again yeah. you know what i mean so yeah. um i still got that song saved. yeah beautiful um, bro so, yeah. and saying that, like, yeah, I've, I can't, it doesn't ring at the top of my head, but I have yeah. um, collabed with a lot of artists. Um, yeah, wow. You know, it's, sorry if I've got forgotten no, their names. <laughs> yeah, no, but it's just such a blessing that there's so many Been people, a while. you know, that yeah. you, you can't even know where to name them all from. That's perfect, bro. That's a testimony of suckers. People will be able to listen as well and say, yeah. Yeah, man, I was one of those many, many people, you know? Yeah. And that's cool that you were able to, like, not just do music with people, but that's when you were doing life with people too, because yeah. there was a lot of organic getting to know each other. Not to say it's not around still today, but it's also a, there's so much you can learn from the past in terms of um, the chemistry of getting in there and yeah, stuck definitely. in, you know? Yeah, Yeah, was there a um, like thing that you sort of found um, how do you back in terms of you were trying to learn things making beats was there any hard part of the process or were you able to just figure things out like just putting in the time when yeah well it came in like when i started producing again yeah um back in 2017 i think oh yes after a bit of it yeah yeah, yeah 2017 so i was yeah. making my own stuff um, yeah but it wasn't the greatest so yeah you know i did that's how i made um d love gotcha, so gotcha. Yeah. I, I had a beat yeah um, and then I put it out on Facebook, like, does anyone know anyone who can mix vocals? Yeah. And then someone tagged D-Love, one of the bros, and then I met D-Love then. And then, you know, he was telling me, like, this is how you do all this stuff. Yeah. But it wasn't it wasn't a lot in their 30 minutes, you know what exactly, I mean? Exactly, so yeah. I really wanted to learn more on it, so, you know, the best way to go nowadays was to go YouTube. So I'd, that was when I started yeah, doing the YouTube phase, you know, Yeah, so. and it's just was starting to pop off, right? Mm. But it wasn't, you know, for me, making the beats wasn't... To mm. myself, it wasn't mm. up to par because I didn't know how to EQ. I didn't know what yeah. cutting the lows. There's so much the highs, to know right? that you couldn't just get it all right then. Yeah, yeah back then it was just like yeah. make it, yep, yep. snare, yeah, kick, yep. yeah, and, yeah. They, and then that smashes all in, in yeah, the center of the speaker. Exactly. You know, no yeah. EQing, no, no banning. EQ. Yeah, yeah. So um, I think now coming into into these days now, where we have the likes of UND Love now, like you know, teaching. The actual fundamentals and and everything is is really simple, especially if you've done it for a while, you know, yeah, like and you yeah, want to refresh them. You know what I mean? So, nice, nice. Yeah. Uh, but it was really good to um, have the reassurance from you guys, like, oh yeah. 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 So it wasn't what I was making; it was how I was mixing it. Yeah, you know, so, exactly. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, I really did um, pick up a lot. That's cool because a journey. lot of the things get sorted with mix when you have. The new sounds that have already been pushed into the spaces they're made for so mm. those hats say in cashmere's packs are already made to have a certain amount of whip so you don't have yep. to go too hand or the kicks or the, you know and then yeah i guess that saves you a bit of work and now we're at a point where yeah 
mix mix to actually um, you know like accentuate or like enhance rather than sort of feeling you're at this blank drawing board and because yeah. now again you know it's like a lot more people making a lot more music at a lot faster of a pace because yeah, technology yeah. allows that. Now it's just but control if, C, Michael, control yeah, e, if you imagine Michael click, Jackson click, today, click. I think yeah. it would be like if he was making all those tunes back then. Yeah. I think today, although like never, it would just be like, you know, like pretty much beating out like everyone who is is like you would think are doing heaps of tracks, you mm. know, because yeah, I mean, I know for sure that it's. That's that's the one part that still stayed relevant to this day is the the artistic side of songwriting. Yep. So yeah, computers have helped with EQ, you know, and then yeah, to, yeah. to know that there's still a lot that someone themselves can bring. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Well, yeah. So, and I yeah. I really like what um you know what the music can do for for an individual. You know, like mm. some people are have really dark thoughts, so they put that into their music. You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or some people are really happy, so yeah. they make happy music. You know? It can actually take them away from having to stay caught into it because there's a feeling of pushing it out into something yep. and taking it out, even though they don't realize it. But subconsciously, there's there's an art, um, something that happens when um, the little thought of oh, this is out of just my hands now mm. that there is actually what it's doing psychologically is is helping let go maybe yeah definitely yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's, so, a, yeah. that's what i like about it yeah <laughs> exactly that and um, yeah moving on to that part of um cool things in music um we've already talked about it the like a big majority but have you had any more recent um cool moments in terms of um other new people you've met new places um, and also we might be able to touch into like yeah what you've um, introduced yourself with in terms of getting into gigs and events and stuff mm. too will be sort of um <clears throat> yeah any like um ones kind of in like earlier years um like as we get into um yeah coming back into music and then there'll be also some more that have just come up like real recently um, yeah, yeah yeah well uh so probably from yeah, probably after I met D-Love, maybe 2019. Mm. And yeah. then I just stopped the whole music thing. Yeah. You know, like, that's when I gave up, like... Um, wow, yeah, yeah. But, uh, but not I, gave yeah. up, gave up. Not gave like, up, yeah, yeah. yeah. I still had time. Yeah, I still had the speakers. Thinking, and, oh, like, I have to do this all by yeah. itself. You still I don't, I don't dedicate to do. time to, yeah, like, sit down and write anymore. Yeah, do other things too yeah. as well. Yeah, so yeah. I pretty much just dove into, um, what do you call it? Like, I was still making beats and music, but not as hard out as I was, you know, I kind of like had it as a hobby now. Nice, uh, yeah. Like I said, I've done everything. When you get the time, cool, mm. but otherwise, yeah, yeah. Well, that yeah. was after the time I yeah. did that feature with Tyree, you know? So yeah, exactly. That's when I gave up, wow, so I was exactly. like, oh yeah, I didn't need to write anything. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I pretty much just dove into selling um, button-up t-shirts from Alibaba. Yeah, right. Yeah, so, so you came across that um, by yourself? Or how did yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I think it was my mum's partner. Yeah. And he told me, like, have you ever heard about Alibaba? <laughs> you feel like... <laughs> and I was like, nah. And he was like, oh, yeah, like, um, they sell a lot of bulk stuff on there. I was like, oh, yeah, nice sweet. Um, so I had a look and I took a gamble. I, I bought some button-up shirts and I was like, wow, oh, these are really nice. And then I turned over to my family and I was like, oh, would you just buy this off me? How much would you just buy? And they were like, oh, maybe about 25, 30. And I, oh, yeah, so I started ordering stuff. <laughs> yeah, they already did. Yeah, so I started ordering, you know, and then came into like, uh, what, what was that, 2020, I think? Mm. Or 2019, no, yeah, 2019, then it was COVID. Yeah. So when yeah. 20, when COVID happened, 
my stock was getting um, you know held and transit so it was coming over slowly so every two and, months and that's as well, people know you were fair COVID but this yeah, is the way before this is this is yeah. literally the beginning of clothing because this is your first taste of it's what it's like with clothing yeah, being, much, yeah and, like and selling merch being you know able to sell so, clothing, yeah. mm, so i was just doing that man i think i was doing it for like maybe four to six months yeah solid yeah, yeah. so maybe the end of 2018 leading up to 2019 because wow. i think it was march 2019 that COVID happened. Man, so you yeah. had that time, yeah, yeah, you're able to use it as a, like a, a stepping stone to learn new things because mm -hmm. you're learning about yeah. how to order off Alibaba yeah. and <laughs> talk to the supplier. But yeah, what was, I needed and all yeah, that. Yeah, I guess for people who've never used Alibaba, what's it like? Um, do you feel a bit shy at first thinking, oh man, like these guys are, have a big base and then they don't speak proper English? But like, did you come no, across I think it's just overwhelming, Yeah, overwhelming because they have so many to choose from. Gotcha, gotcha. I mean, and some some of them don't even have the right sizes. Like, yeah. You like, you order three XLs and they'll send you like a large. Yeah. You know what I mean? So. Well, I do know that they're <laughs> sizing it. I always that's heard that way thing. Off. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. always heard the thing off of make sure you go extra, extra, extra large because that's, that's like a normal in New Zealand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, <laughs> yeah, so um, it went literally from you having enough time to just have some time to learn yep. about the stuff on still working as yeah, well yeah, still, still working, working and then selling like merch on the yeah. side yeah so you created time yeah yeah and you you were intentional because it definitely would have taken a few hours just you know knowing okay i'm going to decide on this and when i get in contact but do you actually get in contact with them um or do, can you no, i don't even talk to them i just, just click add i just yes, like the t-shirt yeah. you know you like add to car yeah, yeah add to yeah, car yeah, yeah, yeah. um so i was getting like nice. the breaking bad t-shirts the los polos oh. the restaurant one and then i was getting arnold schwarzenegger um t-shirts and then yeah. button up silk button up um um dress shirts that's right because those those are like the nice ones you can wear yeah yeah really airy nice. yeah, you know yeah, and i was nice, yeah. i was getting all that stuff just just handing them out selling them what was it they were all around the same price or was the one that was yeah cheap? yeah they're all yeah, on the same price yeah much real cheap. uh yeah bulk, that yeah. was the funny thing you know, just look expensive <laughs> crack up so you first just had to get the minimum because it was the minimum still quite a lot or you found no i could just... buy um 20 a pop yeah nice, yeah, nice. You know, and, but it'll be easy yeah be easy um yeah, i think because it's because no one in new zealand's got it yeah so you know yeah. back then it was like you know everyone wants to wear the yeah. only t-shirt around you know that yeah. type of stuff yeah um so you know for me it was easy it was easy like um mm. getting it but then once COVID hit then that's when i was like oh i think i need to like hold back on that and then and i pretty much stayed home the whole uh what four weeks yeah what was it that lockdown first one yeah around mm. four weeks yeah so I think like that's where I was at like oh uh, yeah just straight working yeah making music like you know it'll be month on month off yep. make music month on month off type was thing. your work the sort of work that still gave you a bit of energy when you finished it or was it like draining? No, I've always had like labor yeah, yeah I've always had training. like a hard labor every like my whole lifetime really. like I've never liked the easy job. Which well, is funny because when I had my four days of kiwi pellets, mm. I saw myself probably close to like being tired enough to like make a mistake so this was like labor job intensive, mm. but i couldn't believe what was happening like i i kind of got forced to go where i was going to get kicked out of the home and for me it was strange because i just got a bachelor's in it and i knew i was allowed to take this break during lockdown but my mum wasn't having it <laughs> 
mum, she's listening now. She 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 feels so apologetic. <laughs> don't be. There was the same thing that happened when I was forced to go to boys' high, and, yeah. and then I, I sort of saved my life with getting out of the school. And um, yeah, funny story of people listening is some people know I ended up going back to the school as a tutor. They oh, couldn't true. do anything. They couldn't do anything because I always got along with the music teacher and a few of the guidance counselors. Yeah. So the music teacher was able to get me in, and um, there was like a little paid gig doing music once a week in the workshop lunchtime. And um, back to this, uh, like, fascination, like, this labour work, did you find yourself, like, up so late that you were tired and you m- maybe you were feeling tired at work, or did you have that control and restraint of, like, even if it's just an hour or two, like, f- have my music time? Because, yeah, I mean, when I was trying to do it, it looked like it was going to be a dangerous road. Mm, <laughs> but yeah. um, did you just, like, settle for, like, knowing, ah, I can't, I can't I can't get too caught up because I've done like you know a lot that I wanted to do in music like I've done mm-hmm. you know, done the tricks. Was there a feeling like you had already had like those sort of milestones that you knew for yourself and so you weren't um, too pressured or were yeah, you yeah. still feeling like no nah, I need to relearn? Music. Uh, well, like my job, mm. the thing with my jobs is like um, my whole day consisted of waking up at six, yes, going to the gym, start work at eight, and then finish at five. Yes. And then, and then, but I'm at bed by 10 o'clock. You yeah. know, so from 5 to, to 10. 5 to 10. Yeah, that's my hours of what I want to do. So maybe like an hour on music. Yeah. Um, and then the rest is just family time. That's right. And then yeah. I start my day again. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because, um, some diligence. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. a lot of, a lot of people think that like trying to utilize more hours in your day. Is, is beneficial, but like, you're, you're, you're burning yourself out. You know well, I was I mean? burning myself out, but <clears> it was just because I knew this yeah. This was such a waste of time, like the Syria Kiwi Palace, you know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Shouts to the brothers, they all knew if they listened. <laughs> but um, they also, when they were on the first day, I was telling everyone my dream was to work at Google. And like, and then on the second day, I turned up, they're like, we're surprised you're still here. Mm. And I was like, what do you mean? Oh, most people, you know, it's not the, it's not the and because everyone felt like on the third or fourth day there were people saying that they didn't want to be they felt bad yeah and then you know people from all walks of life this is the only job that would give them a job because of their whatever yeah but like when i heard all this i'm just thinking wait a minute i'm at the pivotal point of my dj music career i yeah. feel like if i start staying here i'm going to run out of energy to apply for jobs yeah, yeah. I, I at the time and this is before ChatGPT, so everyone listening in now, people are ADHD like us, ChatGPT is amazing because it, it's anal- anal- analysis paralysis, but like I would just spend 10 hours just making my CV perfect. Mm-hmm. And I could see that I'm not going to get there and <laughs> yeah, <laughs> get yeah. the job. So yeah, I think um, the fact that for you, you kind of had support from your family, but you had those early 20s, you know, taking yeah. through music, it kind of gave you that knowledge that it's not hard to get back if you ever wanted to, right? Yeah, like yeah. it was there. Um, and yeah, we were sort of um, touching on when we were promoing the school way, like how, you know, it, there was a time where you realized you had some gifts, some talents and passions yeah. and, and work. Sometimes um, you, you, you realize that you get sick of tired of being sick of tired because yeah. sometimes doing the same thing over and over again is actually damaging for our, you know, yeah, our, yeah. not just our brain, but our soul, you yeah, know, like, so yeah. was that, was that kind of came into play in terms of, you um, know, oh, well, being into work? Probably, like, uh, my whole job, like, I was, mm. I was used to it, but like, gotcha. heavy lifting, as it wasn't second nature to me, I always like 
heavy lifting jobs, yeah. you know. Was there lots of like uh, dangerous <coughs> equipment? Like, um, so, yeah. Probably just weight, hey. Oh, like, because I work yeah, for yeah. Sterling Tube, I work for um, <coughs> Colgate, and oh, I work right. for like, yeah. um, what do you call it? Food, food Works. Yeah. Um, and a company called Eurocorp, which um, <coughs> Dalton Steel. So, you know, like, all my jobs have all been, like, heavy lifting and the bouncing, you know, is, that one is, like, pretty much easy, but the, yeah. you're, you're not, you know what I mean? You have to be attentive, you've got to be, it's just, yeah. <clears throat> you got to be wide awake to see before the trouble pops off, so. There's a sense of responsibility, um, yeah, 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 always, yeah, all of those jobs, but they, I guess none of them were, like, um, like, you didn't, you didn't feel like any of them were, like, a little bit more, like, too labor like really intense. Uh, I actually loved it you know yeah, yeah. I think I I think I it was a challenge so I always nice, like challenges nice, nice. so the fact that people will say like oh, oh yeah. we need this order within 30 minutes <laughs> you reckon you could do it hell yeah yeah, yeah you know classic. all that stuff so um for me it, yeah challenges that's that's the kind of job I'm after yeah you know, yeah, so. yeah and it grows a lot being in jobs sometimes you don't know how to work for yourself until you've been for a job because it teaches you how they expect things yeah. when you're when they're the boss. So you always learn about how to be a boss when you're being bossed, you know? Yeah, pretty so much. Cool. Yeah. Or and you know, you just be the unofficial um, leading hand, you know? Yeah, and when you're and just start bossing hard. the work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, when you're working hard you're seeing what comes out of yeah. you. Well that's what I liked about um where all the jobs I work, you know, yeah, it's like um, you got to that point where, you know, we the leading hand wasn't telling the boys what to do, you know, the workers were telling what each other what to do you know what i mean so yeah. we kind of built that um chemistry wow. up to get the job done faster and wow. now i'm i'm not saying like i was a leader but i'm saying like you know yeah, it's stepped it, up to sin yeah it was it was a way to connect with other people you know like yeah, um, yeah. kind of um show you that we can get the job done exactly. you know like people are doubting and all no, that exactly. so it's like bro you pick them up yeah and you tell them bro let's go exactly. you know we're almost there wow. type thing yeah wow. um, and a lot of people can vouch for me, like, you know. Yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> uh, you know, like, even the workers when I used to work, like, yeah. you know, we're, we're working from 6 in the morning till 10 at night, you know what yeah. I mean? So it's like, yeah. um, just just giving them their reassurance, like, oh, bro, like, we got this, you know. Yeah. And the fact that it was, like, um, heavy lifting and all that, you know, it, it will keep you awake, no doubt. You're not falling asleep. <laughs> yeah, the blood kind of pumps. Yeah, anyway because your of, heart's always yeah. racing, you know. So the adrenaline's always going and, and all That's, that. I, I never thought I'd see the energy come out of me being at Kiwi Palace, but it's I, oh, yeah, I, I, I know about you. I was there in the three days and I lost weight, and I'm like, how the earth yeah, do yeah. you lose that much in three days? And, and I was eating. I was eating. Wow. Like so, I learned a little bit about that, but then I realized, yeah, it just wasn't for me. Yeah, for peeps. And yeah, I realized. Is it because you were making our pellets um, fall to pieces when we got them? <laughs> <laughs> I was very blessed. I didn't have to do any of that. Oh, the hard work. Stuff. Oh, I did true. All, uh, IT stuff? No, I was, so I did, I did all the labor work, but I did the work that's harder in terms of it's more menial, but it's less, you need the brain. So this was like on the first day, getting all the um, just straight cuts of wood yeah off like the conveyor belt mm. and so yeah yeah obviously if i had gloves i think i i don't think i did which is yeah that's right there 
I don't want to, I don't <laughs> it's a good place, everyone means well, but if I could just say something briefly, yeah. Let's just say um, there's health and safety that the workers should be doing, <laughs> and there's health and safety that just... Is, That's a mere didn't do. Yeah, but luckily I'm not... <laughs> and then there's, no, no, there's health and safety that they, yeah. But hey, I'm going to count myself, let's just say you'll, you won't even have to look far on Google, but <laughs> I think the important thing is, eh, is I realised I had to stand up to my family. True. Mostly mum. Yeah. And, um, and I remember the, the night, it was so vivid, like, it was just like, hey, giving it a try. And um, what really saved me was, it was like, well, what do you, you know? And, um, and there was this, still this feeling like I might be kicked out of home, uh, the way it was presented. But I had managed to find a job mm. doing Domino's delivery because I saw my friend get that job. And I said, how did you get that? And he put me on and got me the job. And um, yeah, that was amazing because then I went from doing um, work where it was kind of hard to listen to music because of heavy sores and yep. that's the other thing. Uh, the other job that I was in with nail guns were um, different different sores because it was like multiple levels of the wood being cut. So it starts on yep. like starts on like some whack on thing like the size of this garage probably to the end of the driveway mm. stuff that you wouldn't have known existed. And then it kind of gets to like the size of this shed. Yeah, people know I was listening, and then it kind of comes, and so there's each layer of the factory that like keeps it going into short. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It worked for it all, and there was a lot of yeah, yeah, things that could cut mm. your arms and short. But like, I found that that you couldn't hear music like <laughs> at all, yeah, yeah. and you weren't allowed to have just hearing the machines go off. You're not allowed to have them sit, yeah, and because you don't want to, you have to hear these machines so you, you don't yeah. cause an actors. You're not allowed to. But when I went into Domino's delivery driving, and I got my car with the music on, you know? Yeah, so, so now I get you for eight hours. Yeah, I just love that job. So it's sometimes funny, like, you know, just keep searching hard and, you know, it's not about um, the things you can't do about in the job. It's not the things that are out of your control, it's the things that are in your control. Yeah, eh? yeah, yeah, yeah. But was it throughout, throughout the sort of times, um, yeah, that you were like finishing out work and um, the day you really realised, because were you starting to feel like, nah, like I'm starting to think about, do I really want to keep doing this and then quit? Or was there just a day where you just work and relax? No, uh, well, I only thought about it when I went to Passionate Profession. No, so I'm still working. Uh, I think I saw an ad on Facebook about um, like, oh, it's Passionate Profession, like, you know, recording, yeah. producing, and then I saw the merch. I didn't care about the other ones. I was like, I saw the merch thing, the merch um, merch business, and I was like, oh, you'll see. So I, and I messaged um, Prestige, and I was like, oh, I'm keen to join. And then went to the course, sat down, and then had like artists like Silas and all that sitting in there. Yeah. Prestige hand all, all, the, all these papers are, and he was like, oh, write down on this paper what you want to learn. And I think I, was, I think I was the only one that wanted to learn merch. I'm not, uh, might have been me and um, Solo. Um, but I wrote down merch and then I gave it back to him <clears throat> and he was like, oh, I see you want to do merch. And I was like, yeah, yeah. And I was like, yeah, yeah, um, we'll get down to that. We'll get down to that soon. We'll have a talk. <clears throat> I, I went there every day for four weeks and there was no merch talk. You know, it was all like focused on the artist, recording, producing, mentoring, like the artists and stuff, what they wanted to do. And then I wasn't until like, I actually went into the room where he was talking to an artist and, and I sat down and he was like, oh, so how are you going? And I was like, oh, all good. Just waiting for that um, 
they merch talk. <laughs> he was like, oh yeah, um, I got the machines at home, but, but um, and I was like, oh yeah, what kind of machines do you have? Where do you buy them? And I was like, oh, this is where you buy them. I was like, oh sweet. So I ended up, next day, I ended up going to buy the machines. Magic know? transfer was the place. Yeah, magic yeah. transfer, but I was lucky because they just moved to Mannix. You know yeah, what I mean? so, as you guys would say. Mm, um, and so I bought all the equipment and came back the next day, or the next class, and then I told him like, bro, I got, I got the machines. I was like, oh yeah, sweet, that's us then. That's gonna be a merch class. And then we done all the practice, pressed all the T's, all that stuff. And then he's like, oh yeah, so this is pretty much the basics of the T-shirt stuff. And I was like, oh sweet. So I went home, started mastering them myself, putting all the numbers together. You know, I sat down with my partner at the time and <clears throat> and I just told her like, I think I'm my quarry. <laughs> she was like, hey. I don't know where, because that would have yeah. been a real curveball. Well, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's like, what's this guy talking about? And I was like, I think I'm my quitty. And then It's not part of the conversation if yeah. you've got family. Usually. She was like, oh. <laughs> you know, she was like, wow, yeah. man, like, what do you want to do then? I was like, I really like what I'm doing. Now. Like, you know, doing my whole own designs and printing them. She was like, yeah, oh, up to you. And then <clears throat> I went to bed, I slept on it, woke up, went to work, just parked in the driveway, like, they had this job looking at the job. I'm like, fuck. Listening to some music and it was Silas' song, you know. I always say like, it was the Let It Go song and then um I just heard the ending of the song and then like that was it, turned my car off, went into work, and then all the boys were like, Oh, aren't you getting your machine in again? Nah, where's the boss? Where's the reader? And then they're like, Oh, he's upstairs. And I went up and I sat down, I was like, bro, today's my last day. And I was like, hey. Like, yeah, nah, this today's my last day. And he was like, what are you gonna do? And I was like, I wanna start my own business. He was like, oh yeah, good on you. And I was like, yeah, yeah. Um, and he was like, if anything fails, writes his number on the paper, call me back, I'll have you back anytime. I was like, oh yeah, mean, thank you, well. Then as I was leaving, the higher up guy, he came down, he was like, why the fuck didn't you tell me you were gonna leave yesterday? I thought I got someone to fill in, and I was like, nah, all good. Um, I'm, I'm already finished anyway, you know? So, exactly. You know, all it's that stuff. a very stuff. clever way of doing it, is knowing mm. that you don't owe them, they owe you your pay after you work. Yeah, huh? And there's all these kind of contractual agreements and, and all that, but at the end of the day, like, the, um, the moment you as a leader or a boss start coming, showing your aggression, yeah, rather than compassion, because at the end of the day there are things that are right and wrong, but then there's also the grey area. Yeah, yeah. And you're in the grey area, if you knew you wanted to be loyal and support and give them time, but at the same time, your burning desire like in your heart mm. is actually, um, reflects your workmanship within that business. Yep. Well, and, yeah. and that's why the manager, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. You know, and then the higher up. Well, to me, yeah. you know, we're, we're expendables, you know? There's context, there's context. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you came in and you were never like, you know, maybe you should have, yeah, but it was the fact that there was context. Oh, it, to it, be honest, bro, I don't even care. You know, no, I know that when he approached me, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly, I know you didn't care, like, but yeah, yeah, yeah. It's important because, you know, it, there's no, you know, people think like, Oh, Miles Ethics, no, you should have told me. It's like, that's yeah. how they will, you know? They've got families too. It's like, <laughs> yes, they have families too, but hey, you know, there's context to it, eh? Yeah, well, you Context know. is important. The thing is, the thing is, is yeah. like, yeah. I thought about it and I yeah. knew their place is overstaffed, yeah. overworked, you know what I mean? Good. So, it's good <clears> to know. Me I'm leaving. Understaffed, yeah. 
So yeah. you actually knew that. Yeah, nah, yeah, they're overstaffed. So there's, there's too many. There's, there you go. Yeah, there's That's too the many context. staff there. So yeah, yeah, I knew there was I think, I think the main thing why he was pissed off is because I was a good worker, you know. So it wasn't the fact that I told him late. It was because nah, yeah. I was going. Exactly. You know there's what I mean? context. So, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So when I <clears throat> when I told him, I was like, nah, yeah, yeah. today's my last day. Like, yeah. you know, he was like, yeah, well, I can't be angry. So, you know, um, best of luck in the future. And then I went, oh, yeah. So after yeah, that, yeah. Yeah. After that, jumped in my car, went straight back to patient to profession and told Prestige, like, bro, I don't work anymore. And I was like, fuck, true. And I was like, yeah, I left my job now. And he was like, oh, yeah, congratulations. <laughs> and I was like, oh, mean. So <clears throat> every every day since then, like, um, now I've had him to mentor me because that's what I was missing in life was a mentor. Now I was missing someone that um, could guide me to where I wanted to go, you know what I mean? And... I don't, I don't, I don't have one. Like, like I said in the um, start of, you know, this interview was like, you know, I've only had a handful of um, people yeah, that earlier are, ones, yeah, yeah, yeah earlier you know, ones. but um, to have one that's always been like checking up on me, you know, what are you doing? Yeah, what are you up to? Yeah, in the pivotal years. What, what's yeah, up yeah. for next week? What's up yeah. for next month? What's up for next year? You know, that type of stuff. <clears throat> um, you know, and he's really, he's really uh, pushed me beyond my limits. You know, to where I thought I. Like I thought there was a brick wall at the end of at the end of his lessons, but you know it extends beyond that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I have nothing but like good good yeah. stuff to talk about there. Follow me, yeah. like, he's really helped me. Eh? He's really yeah. helped me. Life a life changer, <clears throat> a life changer for so Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah and the cool thing is, like you know, I've never had like a thought of going back to my nine to five. You know, I mean, yeah, there's times where like you don't have money, but that's because I'm on a monthly wage, you know what I mean? So that that's a lesson in itself, is like spend your money wisely now, as opposed to getting paid. Uh, it took me a while, like, because um, I was used to getting paid every week, right? For my normal nine to five. But then it comes to when you're an entrepreneur, you have to learn how to spread your money out for the month, you know what I mean? So for me, like, everything was a lesson, which I liked about it. And it was a challenge so <clears throat> to get it to this point that I am today, like, gee, that's been the best than my whole, like, working, my whole life working, you know what I mean? Yeah. So this whole, I'm on to three years now as an entrepreneur, so um, to be on three years rather than six months and then go back to take that number back, Ponto Vida, and I, yeah. I want to come back. And, you know, it's, it's, been a, it's been a journey ever since. Just the elephant in the room. You found a way to make it work. Mm, yeah, always, always. And it's, um, there's, a, there's a saying where, uh, you know, they're all the passion to profession boys use, and it's, you only find your true passion when you're at your lowest, you know? So, um, meaning like, when you find that you've given, you've finally, you know, done everything in your life, there's, and you're at the bottom, you'll always find another passion, you know, that will just rise. That's me. That's me, boy. That's very cool. Man, well, um, I, I absolutely love this yarn, you know, knowing that it's going to be so cool for so many people listening in because mm. it covers all those different um, people from different, like, you know, young and old mm. different people and um, people, have been, people who have been in Auckland or just wanted to know more about Auckland yep. as well and even up north. Um, but yeah, I guess, yeah, it was this sort of uh, um, a few words at and this is the point in the show where yeah, you can just open up so there's anything to talk about whether it be um, things you want to plug 
or maybe some um, words for people listening in who might want to pursue something, um, whatever, whatever it really is. I guess this is not just music, but also passions and arts oh, things that connected to music. And then also, yeah, was there any kind of like, um, yeah, just things that um, you've like, kind of your your biggest things you've learnt. Um, yeah, things just to share and yeah, anything else. It's just no. an open floor. Yeah. Well, uh, first of all, I like to like. Anyone who's wanting to do like, um, you know, chase your dreams, you know, always take it up with your family first, your immediate family, because they're the ones that are going to be seeing you, they're the ones that are going to be providing for you when we need it, you know. So, um, if you ever want to get into um, chasing your dreams, make sure you take it up with them first, because they are going to be your biggest supporters. <coughs> they so, are, they yeah. are. Because <laughs> yeah. even if, I mean, if they're Muslim and disown you, they still are. They mm. just, they aren't. But they are. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So they... They, they are. Yeah, they show that they're not... I know they no, no, They no, look yeah. like they're they not. Look like, they yeah. act like they don't, but they can still yeah, yeah, yeah. be like that, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Because I always try to get that from people. It's like, yeah, but like, you do... Like, mm. as long as people know when they hear that, like, it can still relate to them. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that's cool, bro. Like, yeah, know so it. All that stuff. Whatever happens, you got your family support. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Well, because you don't, you, I yeah, mean, yeah, you, I mean, you don't yeah. want to tell them, like, I'm going to chase my dreams. And then they're all like, no, nah, you can't. And so you leave <laughs> to t- chase your dreams. And then you're like, bro, can I get, like, you know, $40? And then they're like, bro, get a job. Like, you know, you need them on board. Like, oh, oh that's sweet. It. He needs $40. You find that sweet when they does. don't jump on board, you get other people as well, right? <laughs> 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 I mean, man. You know, I'd rather, I'd rather rely on my family. And no, like like sure. I did um, if you can, when yeah. I first started, you know, I really yeah. did yeah. Um, rely on them to help me. Yeah. You know what I mean? So man, uh, I would only be here, you know, yeah, only because yeah. of them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, exactly. just so I, I wake up every morning and we're all happy, you know what I mean? Yeah, so, exactly. um, the fact that they know yeah. that because I'm home, yes, like you know, uh, there's a book called uh, Rich Dad Poor Dad, yes, and um, there's a, there's a saying in there like, um, where Robert's real dad, you know, he was rich and wealth, but he was poor in the mind, yes. So, there's a rich dad, poor dad, meaning like. So my old man is like uh, a thing in that, you know, like not rich in wealth, but he had like a a poor man's thinking. So like go to school, you need to get an education, go to university. Yeah, now you need a job. Early phases. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, so yeah. all that stuff like accumulates and it just yeah. it, it really um, robs a person of its life, of his life, you know, because exactly. then they have to follow these steps. Yes, it's religion. You know? A lot of religion yeah. they have to follow the steps. Yeah, you, know? you got to follow the yeah, steps. If and you then say you're gay, you're like, get out of here. Yeah, 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 <laughs> you know, all that stuff. These steps, yeah, and if you break mm. them, but those steps don't always work, eh? Because no, they're well, rigid, for eh? for my, because there's like a lot of uh, my siblings, and you know, none of us have got like a a university degree. You know what I mean? Mm. Only because we have my old man's work ethic. So like, it's hard to be um, a scholar and be best at your job. You know what I mean? So. Um, what I tried to tell him is like, you know, not everything has to involve me and a high vis driving, you know what I mean? Like, meaning I, I have to physically go to a building to work. He, he still doesn't understand that, right. bro, like, I work from home. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's like, how yeah. does that work? Yeah. Who's your boss? That was yeah, the first yeah. question. So he was like, this who's your also boss? before a lot of robots started taking over factories and supermarkets yeah. anyway, so that makes a lot but he's of sense. He's like 75, bro. So, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. he's really old school uh, mentality. You know, yeah, so, exactly. Um, yeah. He was asking me all these questions. Yeah. And then it wasn't until, because I wasn't staying here, I was staying um, in my old house and um, he came in 
and came into the kitchen and he seen me like have all these hoodies up and I was pressing them all. I was like, oh, um, so who bought these hoodies? And I was like, people on Facebook, they bought it. And he was like, how much is um, a hoodie? And I was like, 60 bucks. And he was like, oh, true. And then there was like 10 hoodies hung up, ready to go. And I was like, oh, oh, true. So you make money like this? And I go, yeah, yeah. See, I didn't have to like drive to work. And then, you know, there's some days where he just sees me on the computer all day. And he's like, oh, what are you doing? And I'm like, oh, I'm designing a logo. And he's like, oh, yeah. Oh, that means you got no money, eh? And I was like, no, nah, like I'm designing. So I design and then I send to the customer and then he sends me the money. And then he's like, oh, okay, okay. So it's, it's stuff like that, you know, it's it's having to make him realize like, bro, like yeah. you don't only have to drive out of this gate as and call it a job, you know? So you can always work from home. Um, chase your dreams, you know, you could work anywhere you want. You just have to have that um, belief. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, oh, man. I would, yeah, people see it as like, one thing I look at lockdowns is, yeah, if you suddenly have intergenerational societies coming together to find out that you're being told from your state you have to like... Put, yeah, yeah, that's true. Then you realise, oh, maybe my kids could, like Christie's is yeah. saying, our kids could teach us Yeah, so yeah. And it's a it's an ancient Taoist philosophy, but like so many faiths, you know, because there's faiths that um, yet even though they're so strict, like say for example, like stricter versions of Islam, mm. like they still also talk about like listening to your kids. So it's, it's sometimes like there's things that you you like you see the step by step things, but then there's also steps that are missed along the way that are also part of the recipe, yeah. you know. So the fact you're able to touch on that and um, you kind of, you can't, you can definitely become closer like families and some people, you know, they found out their family wasn't really there, the same and, oh, you yeah. know, but you come to learn, you, you find your family and your family doesn't have to be blood and that's probably the best thing for people listening. Yeah, right, is knowing, well. knowing that there have been people who have come out and learnt so much about themselves, yeah. families learning about their kids and it's been, yeah. you know, like a definitely real holistic well. time. Um, and I think it's so cool to hear your experiences, especially right in the middle of, um, you know, you getting st started and then lockdown and then hearing that um, that was a, um, a pivotal point because you've got your family, but you also saw that this was possible and there were mentors, mm. the school helped. Yeah, well, uh, had. Yeah, that's such a big change <coughs> in a short amount of time when you look at, like, the actual impact it has with you having um, the ability to spend time with your family and then being able to see what you get to do yeah, yeah. at work, which Hard. is, is oh, yeah, that's the planting, planting And because I get to go and pick them up, drop planting them off seeds, to school. Yeah, planting seeds, bro. So I guess, um, you know, it's, it's starting off small yeah. with my family. I don't know if I was the first one to do the um, whole entrepreneur mm, stuff, but yeah. I know that it's definitely not something that I, I had seen throughout my lifetime. Yeah. You know, yeah. with my family. So I've never seen anyone run, a, run their own business. Yeah, um, yeah. I've only heard about it, but, um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. but you know, it's, it's stuff like that, you know, yeah, it's, it's, it's really it. breaking the chain, really. It's it, bro. Um, yeah. I think for my old man's sake, like, you know, yeah. even though he's, like, religious, really yeah. religious, um, I do, like, take on his, some of the yeah, stuff that he exactly. says it's not to do. So Many, yeah. like, don't don't work on a Sunday type thing, you know. Yeah, yeah, find the value in it all day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. And because yeah. um, my old lady, she's not really religious, so I'm mm. um, not saying she's atheist, but I think, like, um, just having the balance of, like, you know, that that type of two, two worlds, you know, where yeah. um, my old man wakes up in the morning, prays, and he reads his Bible, 
prays before he eats, all that stuff, you know, yeah. and he doesn't he doesn't really tell us like you should do the same, like, you know, or like opens a chapter yeah, like you should read this, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. He's really that type of person, <laughs> like if you find it and you like it, nice. you know, I'll well, support you. He's so. not gonna argue over yeah. yeah, yeah, that's so cool, yeah. bro. And yeah. it goes the same with my old lady, you know. Yeah. My old lady might take my old lady a bit of a while to get over, but I mean yeah. um I think just having her support too, because yeah. she's really um, a staunch lady, so yeah. I really um, take her advice on. Awesome, know. yeah. Mm. Take the good, leave the bad, as they say. Always. Oh, yeah, but yeah, I take yeah. the bad as well, you know. No, yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I'm, well, I like making mistakes. Take, yeah, yeah, take it, but don't let it be part of yeah, it. Yeah, don't yeah. let it be a part of when it. When I say yeah. take it, yeah, you yeah, know yeah, what yeah, I mean. Yeah, but that's exactly it. Oh, bro, honestly, that is some really good gems for everyone who's tuned in, especially the young peeps. They can take some um, wisdom of things, especially now that it's like nuggets for like and golden gems for like dawn over the internet age yep. and, and um, the age of, you know, bringing out the best in people. Eh? Mm. That's really that yeah, definitely technology. Well. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I, think guess, I, yeah. I think what that, um, you know, as, as life progresses, mm. like I, I, I hate that, um, like, you know, I'm in my 30s now and I discovered a uh, passion to profession in my 20s. And and I hate that I I waited this long to, like know all the stuff, but then again I'd rather now now never, yeah, yeah never, because yeah. you know thinking back then I would, yeah. I would have only went the music route you For know sure and I would have put myself in the same pool as yeah, everyone else the box, yeah, yeah, you know because yeah, yeah. there's, there's you know New, New Zealand's so are <laughs> straight up you know, overflowing of rappers you know back then even yes, then like everyone yes, was rapping still you know. a lot and there wasn't many but now there's yeah, a lot now there's a lot but there's 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 different genres that we can sit on now as artists. Yes. So you know, if you're a rapper, you can you can jump on R and B and all that. Now yes. you can sing rap. That's you right. Know, all that stuff. You can so Afrobeat rap. Afrobeat <laughs> rap. You, you know. Can mumble rap. Yo. So <laughs> back then it was just yeah. like if you don't sound like Lil yeah, Wayne yeah. or you know exactly. if you don't sound you like um, DMX. You won't. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> all that, that stuff. So, yeah. um, like um, yeah, nah. Yeah. I always I always say that like why yeah. why do I. Why am I at the position I'm at now when mm. I should have been here earlier? But but no regrets. Yeah, yeah. No regrets. Time, well, hey. hard. As wisdom for everyone else listening, and hey, yeah, take, the, take the leaves, take the you know leaves off the tree, and you know yep. um, for everyone else um, who's been on the podcast too. You know they've got leaves, and um, yeah, I guess actually I've never asked this on the podcast. Have there been any particular podcast episodes, or even just things you're like still catching up on? Any particular podcast in this this podcast that have really stood out for you, like episodes? Uh, for and, other and interviews? Beat fine, but also other, just general, yeah. For beat, things, yeah. yeah things uh, you know what really captured me um, was really listening to um, uh, Sonny, Sonny yeah, Bishops. Yes. Like, you know, I've, I've met the guy, I've known him for ages, and then... But I've never talked to him. Yeah, it's you know a story. Yeah, and, and then to story. hear the podcast, <laughs> the story, yeah, 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 I'm yeah. like, you know, deciphering all story. this thing about his life, story, and I'm yeah, like, yeah. fuck, bro, that's mean. And then we got drunk, like, um, gotcha, maybe yeah, like yeah. a few months later. Just later, and so he was you, telling yeah, me the same story, and, and I was like, like bro, I've already, I've listened to the podcast, and, and he was he like, are you serious? Did you listen to the whole thing? And I was like, yeah, well, I've set it up in a certain way where it's grassroots. It's not. I don't want to shove it in people's sometimes we're not ready to hear things too so yeah, yeah. usually when someone goes out and books and, and pays money or pays their time to find something they pay yeah, attention yeah. you know so uh. as we say pay money pay attention or pay yeah, time yeah. you pay attention and that's 
that's cool. You, you, it's like you've paid attention, and that's why it was such an awesome thing to have you on the podcast, yeah. bro. Because I, mean. I, I, I just know that for everyone listening, um, yeah, there's going to be so many gems out of this. I love that we made an extended podcast, bro. And, uh, oh, did we? Yeah. Hey, yeah, did you VIP me right now, bro? Yeah, like <laughs> the two-hour ones were back when it was locked out. Oh, like, true. Now, like it's like. Bro, I'm honoured, like, brother. Thank we're you. We're locked in the best spot ever, bro. Yo, sheds my little uh, temple of Zen. Oh man, man. So. beautiful memories here. <laughs> I'm sure, but yeah, I guess um, yeah. Any final words of tips or just plugs or anything? Um, people. Just uh, Ferro underscore clothing wear on Facebook. Um, yeah. I do have music coming. Oh, I do have a song with Stelliana actually. Um, uh, called Auckland Connect that I um, produced. So if you want to hear what kind of stuff I used to produce, it's pretty much the same yeah. stuff I used to make back in the days. Yeah. But it's like more, um, you know, That's it's nice. more like tweaked because yeah. I went to your followers' courses, you know. Yeah, so, yeah, exactly. You know, um, if you ever find passion to profession, um, doing the mm. the audio audio with class, um, yeah. yeah, audio music class with some me and that, yeah. take it, you know what yeah. I mean? So, um, you know, and all, all thanks to you as well. Oh, brother, love, yeah, that. baby. No, so really enjoyed that last intake and just that's me, yo. Yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, we have our yeah, next, next passion to profession class coming up this year, yeah. So, yeah. you know, I really look forward to that. Mm. Um, yeah, no, nah, that's pretty much, um, mm. all I and follow the bridge, yeah, hashtag the bridge on um, Facebook as well, yo. Solid, mm. my very well for everyone tuning in. That was Beat Final Podcast with my man Sai. If you enjoyed this podcast. Definitely share it with a friend and um, definitely share it out there. We really, really appreciate you guys' support. Um, also, yeah, definitely let us know if you have any ideas or anything. Um, and if you'd like to donate one time or um, find a way to help us, um, you can get hold of us on all our socials. You can also get hold of us email. And yeah, we really appreciate it. We've got some awesome things on the way, awesome um, podcasts on the way. So stay tuned. But apart from that, it's been Be Fano Podcast. Peace and love, Fano. Mean. Well, everyone, that was another Beat Fano Podcast. Super blessed to have you tuned in. We're going to have some amazing podcasts coming up. So stay tuned. Tell a friend if you enjoyed this one. Leave us a great review. And we'll catch you back for some more Bifano podcasts. Peace and love, Bifano.